1: It's not nice to eavesdrop, but it's fun. So let's check in on the comedy of errors at the Baxter's. On the little things in life. Brought to you by Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol.
2: I'm a homemaker, and I work part-time, too, so I get my share of headaches. But I don't take aspirin. It can irritate my stomach. So I've used Tylenol. It's easier on my stomach. Then I learned about Datril. I compared labels and couldn't find any difference. Datril has the same pain reliever, no aspirin. Datril's just as effective as Tylenol. So now I compare prices and buy the one that costs less. Why spend more?
1: Datril, from Bristol-Myers. Ask your doctor about it. Do you think all antiperspirants are basically the same?
0: Now, Bob, I called the doctor, and he said if your ankle was still that swollen, that you should still take it easy. Well, I don't
3: like staying away from the office so long.
0: Two days. Two days last week, and now one more day. What are you complaining about? And Maggie and I are the ones to complain. We haven't known how to entertain you. Hmm,
3: Have I been such a bad patient? No, dear.
0: Just you don't want to be left alone. And I really haven't gotten much housework done.
3: Oh, so what? You keep the house too clean anyway, as Debbie always says.
0: You know what I think we should do today?
3: What? Well,
0: since you can get around a bit better now... Why don't we go out to the garage and see how we can fix up an apartment upstairs for Aunt Maggie?
3: I think we'd better do a bit of talking about that before we make any decisions. It was
0: all decided last week.
3: Nothing was decided.
0: Yes, it was. Now, we don't want Aunt Maggie going back to Montana. Yes,
3: yes, yes, I know that, but we all get very emotional, and I think we should review the whole project in the cold light of day. Oh, honey,
0: we're not too emotional. In fact, we were talking about the same time of day as this, as I recall.
3: Okay, okay, the fact remains that if Aunt Maggie goes back to Montana, sells her house, and she pays for fixing over the upstairs of our garage, then we get into financial problems.
0: And Maggie said she'd have the money if she sold her house so she could pay for doing over the garage.
3: I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all very well. But if she pays for it and we own the house and the garage, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What's that et cetera, et
0: cetera, et cetera, et cetera uh,
3: Well, uh, honey, it gets a little sticky legally.
0: Well, we want Aunt Maggie to be here with us. She wants her own place. She's lonesome in that big house in Montana. She wants to live here with us. And if she wants to stay here and she's willing to pay for fixing up the garage apartment, why should we have to get all embroiled in legalities?
3: I don't know. But I have a feeling we ought to look into the matter before we plunge ahead.
0: Don't you want Aunt Maggie to be with us? Yes. Well, then we'll be able to solve the problems. They can't be that formidable.
3: Well, it isn't only the legalities. If Aunt Maggie is paying for all the reconstruction, the decorating, etc., but we own the place, Mm -hmm. who decides what is what?
0: I don't know what that sentence means, who decides what is
3: what, what is what. Uh, Who decides how we want the upstairs uh, apartment in the garage done?
0: Well, how much is there to decide? This would be one big room with a bath.
3: Yeah, yeah. Have you asked Aunt Maggie what she wants?
0: Well, what else could she want? I mean, there's just so much room there, dear.
3: Well, before this whole perfect idea, as you put it, or the perfect solution, I'd like to see what Aunt Maggie had in mind. Getting carpenters, plumbers, electricians these days... Oh, I know, know,
0: yeah, they're expensive, I know
3: that. No, it isn't only expensive, it's trying to get them, to get everything to dovetail. I talked to Chuck Wibley at the post office last week, and he said some friend of his had ordered a prefab house and it was delivered, and there it sits, without the foundation, because the man who was supposed to dig the foundation had never shown up. Ah.
0: Well, we don't need a foundation, Doug.
3: Uh, Sweetheart, that's not the point. We have to put in a bathroom. Before we get that even figured out, we don't want the bathtub and the sink and the toilet delivered and sitting around in our front yard while the plumbers are still trying to figure out where the pipes go, providing we can even get the plumbers.
0: That's what I mean. You really are are, are pessimistic about this. If Aunt
3: Maggie decides she wants to go through with this, do you have any idea what our next few months are going to be like?
0: I hope you're not going to express any of these negative viewpoints to Aunt Maggie. She'll think that we don't want her.
3: I just want you to be aware that our life will not be the same. People build houses
0: every day. You're always seeing some house going up.
3: Uh Uh-huh. And what you don't see is the husband and wife losing their minds because this hasn't arrived or that hasn't arrived. I don't
0: know what you mean. The houses get built.
3: And it's wintertime, but the furnace hasn't arrived, or the new well doesn't have any water after all, or when they turned on the water, it came out of the ceiling. You're
0: making this up.
3: Dear, the Wilsons had their whole house built before somebody noticed there were no stairs going to the basement. Oh, well. And the Pembertons hadn't been in their house a month before they suddenly had no water, and they couldn't even find the pump. Oh, where was it? Under the blacktop driveway, all of which had to be oh. dug up no. after they located the plumber. Who was vacationing in Bermuda. Well, no, we're not
0: going to have all these problems. We're simply fixing up the upstairs of the garage for an apartment for Aunt Maggie, one big room with bath. We have electricity already in the garage. We have our well. We just need a plumber. What's going to be such a big problem? I don't understand it. Bob, really. hey.
2: Where yes. are you? I've so got I'll... a
0: new idea. We're in the kitchen, Aunt Maggie.
3: That is going to be our big problem. Oh, don't say anything.
2: <laughs> What's your idea, Aunt Maggie? Oh, oh I just, just oh. had the most wonderful idea.
0: What is it? I'll warm up the coffee. I thought you'd eaten. No. Oh, I have. I've been upstairs in the garage. You have. Oh, I just said to Bob that as long as his ankle felt better today, we should all go
2: up there and decide what could be uh-huh. done. Oh, I know just the way I want it. You yeah, know? well,
3: Aunt Maggie, we have to check wires and plumbing and that oh, sort yes, of thing, of course. you know.
2: And I want you both to come look at it with me. I really have something. Marvellous ideas. Uh, well, we can't
3: make too many structural
2: changes, Aunt
3: Maggie, or we'll really run into money. Well, now, don't forget, I'm paying for it. Yes, I know,
2: but just the same. I want a really big picture window. Picture window? Uh-huh. Where? On the east side, so the sun comes in. It'll make everything so bright and cheerful. Look, Aunt
3: Maggie, I'm not an architect, but I feel that before oh, we, we need an this... architect. You, you, you can't put a picture window in there without doing something about the roof. What? And you have to figure out your crossbeams and the supports and Lord knows what else. Dear,
0: now what did I say? Now let's go out to the garage and just listen to Aunt Maggie's ideas. Come on, here's a jack. Oh, I
2: really have some wonderful ones. Tune First here. of all, uh-huh. I want to strike out that wall. Oh? What wall? Oh, boy.
3: I think what's going to strike out is me.
2: Oh, come on, dear. <laughs>
0: I sweep my floor, and I still hear sugar underfoot. I hate that straw broom.
3: That's the kind of dirt straw brooms miss. But an O-Cedar angler broom would get it. Angler bristles are cut on an angle to keep more tips on the floor, and the tips are closer together. O-Cedar angler gets the dirt other brooms miss.
2: O-Cedar makes your life easier.
3: What do you hear from your floor?
2: Not a sound. O-Cedar makes your life easier hi i'm the teacher and that's roland gibbs on drums he drew my picture last week with gray hair me with 11 grays i gave hair coloring a second thought i found out about loving care color lotion from Clairol. it has no peroxide doesn't change my natural color and it's good for my hair loving care covered my grays and made my hair softer and shinier gotta give the kid credit
3: loving care color lotion from Clairol. it's good for your hair
0: Surely it's cold up here over the garage.
2: Are we going to be able to heat it sufficiently?
3: Oh, yes, probably put in electric heat. Mm.
0: No,
2: no. Well, we might have some electric heat, perhaps for emergencies. But I think I would like a really old-fashioned wood stove. Oh, yes, And, Maggie, (laughs) then we will have to have a chimney. Of course.
3: Do you have any idea what it'll cost to put in a chimney?
2: Well, I have to have a fireplace. Then I'll have to have a chimney anyhow. A uh, fireplace. Certainly. Well, let's just listen to what Aunt Maggie wants, honey. You know. We're I'm just... paying for
3: it. Yes, yes, I know, Aunt Maggie, but I don't think you
2: realize then, that you can a picture window over there. Aunt Maggie. Dear. Okay. Now, a picture window over there, maybe one over there, but I don't have to have that. And then instead of having one big room, as I first thought, I want to put a partition across here. Uh-huh. I think it's nice to have one's own bedroom. I don't really want to be making up a bed every day the way you do it if it's in your living room. No,
3: I think that's a nuisance too. Mm, then strike out that wall. Uh-huh. That wall? Yes. What do you mean strike it out? Just just push it out. But there's nothing
2: underneath. The garage ends there. Well, I'll have a little porch underneath with a patio and a trellis, and I can grow some morning glories. Oh,
0: that sounds uh-huh. nice. It's morning <laughs> glories.
3: Nice. Uh-huh.
2: You can't just strike out a wall when it's not going anywhere. Of course, it's going somewhere. I need a storeroom and a laundry room. I don't want those machines—washing machine, dryer—in the same room I'm living in. Well, Aunt Maggie, when you have a washing machine, you have to have plumbing, pipes, uh-huh. electricity. Uh-huh. Well, the man who does it all—he can figure that out. Those are details.
3: Aunt Maggie, you can't just build a room on a second story over nothing, especially when you want plumbing facilities. Dear, I,
0: we were just going to listen. You know, just listen to Aunt Maggie's ideas, I oh, do. I, I want
2: a fireplace over here, and uh, then... Uh, Aunt oh, Maggie, yes. I,
3: I'm sorry to be so persistent about details, but you can't have your fireplace over here. It'll need a chimney.
2: I know that.
3: But our garage doors are right under here. Uh-huh. You can't have a chimney.
0: Well, the chimney doesn't have to go down to the ground, does it? Can't it start up here
3: and then uh, uh no, no it can't. Why? A chimney is made of bricks, right? I thought I would like stone, feel stone. That's even heavier. What, may I ask, is it going to rest on? Thin air? Honey, why don't you go back in the house?
0: I think your ankle's bothering you. You've been walking around too much I It him. isn't my ankle well, that's dear, bothering
3: it's just... me. It's the idiotic way women plan what they want when you have absolutely no conception of the problems that have to be faced. You have to take into consideration wires,
2: plumbing, crossbeams, supports. Well, I've drawn up a sort of ground plan of what I want, and I'll just show it to the contractor we get to do the job. Here, it's just a rough sketch, but I'll explain it to you.
0: Oh, look, dear. It's go- Aunt Maggie even has her furniture the way she wants oh, it. Yeah. It's just a rough uh, idea. Uh, now,
2: cupboards over here cupboards. and an arch doorway with bookcases Ooh. on either side. <laughs> <Bookcases>, yeah, it <laughs> it's amazing to me that women who are so down-to-earth down you know, so the practical, practical <laughs> in every other way I, just oh, go like hog-wild,
3: you know, lose and, their heads completely and, uh, over any kind of oh, building yeah, plant. Did
0: you hear what I said? Oh, I like that two big bay windows. So I can keep
2: my plants in my geraniums and African violets. Oh,
0: yes. Did you hear what I said? I love
2: no, I, what are you putting <laughs> over here? Well, you I, two go I, ahead and dream
3: while you can because there's I'm gonna not be not a not very rude so awakening. That's
2: <laughs>
1: The Little Things in Life with Peg Lynch and Bob Dryden and Margaret Hamilton as Aunt Maggie was written by Peg Lynch, directed by Warren Somerville, produced by Dick Cox and Peg Lynch, and has been brought to you by Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. I'm Charles Woods. to you from the Radio Playhouse.